Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today, I want to talk a little bit about saving tips. So for any of you that know my story, I saved, I basically saved over £40,000. So that was £15,000 when I was like 19, and then like £25,000 when I was 25. Now, when I was 19, it took me about three years to save that 15 grand. And then I spent it all traveling. Woohoo. And then when I was 25 to about the ages of 27, I saved about another 25 grand. Um, and then I spent some of that to be able to like set up my business. And then a lot of that has then gone into my investments. But that being said, I want to share some of the tips and tricks that I used to save that money, to hold on to more money. And today we're going to be diving into one of my favourite tips of all. Whenever I do a like a panel talk or a, an event and they go, can you just give one tip to the audience? This is always the tip that I give. And the reason I, I so basically let me let me give you some backstory so I got a job when I was 18 or 19 I think I just turned and it was my first ever full-time job and all of my friends were like living it up at uni you know fresh as night studying whatnot and I was like I'm going to get a real job but I had the plan in mind that I obviously wanted to go to drama school so that was like my big motivation. I was like, I want to go to drama school. I need like £15,000. And when I tell the story and I look back on it, I'm always like, I needed more than £15,000 because it was £15,000 per year for three years. Plus I needed money to live. Like, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. We move. Anyway, when I got this job, I it was a sales role and I was having to do some like spreadsheet stuff. I was having to like add up numbers and like um, make little financial predictions and stuff like that. So I really started to like work with spreadsheets. And I'm um, just a caveat to this, to be good with your money, you do not have to be good at maths and spreadsheets. You don't. But me as an individual, I love I do love numbers. I love spreadsheets. I make spreadsheets for personal things, not even just money. I make spreadsheets for all kinds of things. And I love it. And I'm not afraid to own it. Moving on. I created myself this budgeting sort of template. Now, the reason why I did that, because nobody had taught me how to budget. Nobody had taught me that I needed to be good with my money. I just... I don't know. I, I wish I could. I, I've, I, do you know what? I've journaled from the age of like 18 and I feel like I should go back through my journals and read like what my motivation was or find any connection to like how or why I started budgeting. But what I knew is I had this big goal in mind and I was like, I have to, you know, be good with my money. And I also had a dad who was not very good at, with money, who, you know, it was always such a stressor in the house. As soon as I started earning money, I was like, I need to make sure that I'm holding on to this. So even though I was able to save so much money, it did come from a place of like scarcity and lack, which didn't feel good. But at the same time, I guess it still had a good outcome, right? Because I managed to save so much money. So we move. And I 
uh, every time I would get paid, I got so much thrill out of money landing in my account and then moving a chunk of money over into a savings account. And that is the key. So the the tip, the one tip that really, really fucking helped me was learning how to pay yourself first. We go out into the world, we get paid, you know, we've got this cycle of you you get paid, you have to spend your money on obviously survival things, but then you also spend your money on all these extra things that you want, you get down to zero, and then you repeat the process because you've got to go back at work to make money, to pay your bills, to then spend, right? So we're in this cycle, especially working class, because um, that's, you know, that's kind of how, do you know what? I'm not going to go into that right now, but working class people, you get told to go out into the world, make money, spend it, have a nice time and repeat the process. And it keeps you in work all the time, right? Now there needs to be something in between that before we spend. And that is paying yourself first. That is saving and investing, putting aside a chunk of your paycheck every single month, no matter what, even if it's five pound. Now, the paying yourself first basically means when you are saving or investing, you are putting money towards your future life, towards your future self. Now, I think sometimes people struggle to save because they're like, I don't want to have to put that money aside. I want to spend it. I want to enjoy it. But you saving or investing, you are still going to get to enjoy and spend that money at some point. That's the whole point, right? It's just you're not doing it right now. So you have to learn the art of delayed gratification and not having everything right now. Unfortunately, we live in a world where everything is instant gratification. You've got Amazon 24-hour delivery and, you know, you can order a fucking ironing board in the morning and it comes in the afternoon. You've got shopping on demand. We've got all of these things that we get straight away. And I think that it's made delayed gratification a lot harder. It's definitely a skill. But learning how to pay yourself first is you are getting to do something big and exciting, whatever that is, whatever your dream is, whatever your goal is, by putting that money aside. So it's learning how to connect saving and investing with something exciting in the future, knowing that you are paying you and your future self, your future life first, and then you spend what is left over. Now that for me was the biggest thing that helped me, or one of the biggest things, should I say, that helped me save that money because I would always prioritise saving over spending. Sometimes I got it wrong, right? Sometimes I saved too much and I had to dip back into it, which is never really a good habit, but it happens. Sometimes I left myself with too little and it was just hard. Sometimes I didn't save my target goal that month, so I'd have to save more the next month. Like I never fully got it right, but that's where I was like learning these habits. And when I look back and people say, how on earth did you save so much money? That is one of the biggest things that helped me because I was always making sure that my goals came first. I wasn't buying things and sending money to another company and they were getting my money first. I was paying myself first because I had this big, exciting goal. And then I spent what was left over and it made a whole fucking world of difference. And I do think that you really have to learn how to connect with this bigger picture of what it is that you are actually saving for what is it that motivates you what is it that excites you now this is why clearing debt can be so motivate like let not demote not demotivating but not very motivational right because you're you're paying money towards something you've already enjoyed and that's the pitfall with 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 financing your life on credit cards and loans because you're getting things in the now that you have to pay for in the future so it's like yay fun thing now and then 
you know, not punishment, but consequence. Whereas if you do it the other way around, yes, it can be hard to put money aside into a into a savings account and not touch it, but you're then getting to enjoy that money and you've still got the excitement to come, right? And there was this study that showed like when people, so it was understanding like how you're happy and how you view your life and, and learning to be optimistic about your life and the future actually does make you more happy. And they did this study where they basically took a bunch of people who were going on holiday and they asked them every single day for seven days before their holiday, seven days on their holiday and seven days after their holiday, how happy they were. And do you know what the happiest day was? It was the day before they went on holiday because the anticipation and the excitement of going was so exciting that it made them so happy. Now, the reason why I tell you that is you can choose to create those emotions and that excitement and that happiness by the anticipation of what you're creating and you can bolster that up by saving by investing so you can get excited about what that future thing is and you bolster it up with the delayed gratification of saving money by paying yourself first so that is my one of my number one tips when it comes to saving and just try it try it on payday now if you are if you get paid monthly obviously this is a lot easier um or if you have a regular paycheck should i say if you're freelance or if you're self-employed um you want to basically look at like an overview on what the average of your income is and decide at what point within the month you can um put that put that money aside and it's just it's just forecasting a bit better you're never going to always get it right you might but you're not always and that's totally okay but learning how to connect with paying yourself first and growing your money for the future is gonna be a game changer so that is today's episode. I hope you found that tip useful. Um, please do uh, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me because that always really helps other people find the podcast um, and get more tips out, more financial education tips to more people. But thank you so much for listening and um, I will speak to you all and hear from you all and be chatting away next week. Feel free to uh, also slide into my DMs and ask me any questions. They are always open. I sound like a radio. I really sounded like a, um, a radio. I found like, you know, on Pitch Perfect when those two co-hosts do all the funny co-hosting for anybody that's seen Pitch Perfect. She's like, oh, John, you're so funny. I feel like her. What? Elizabeth, I think her name is. Anyway, hope you all have an amazing week and enjoy. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs>